Hey everyone, it's Aaron. I'm here today with a very special. You guys for him to be on the show. I am so pumped. The IG account, Hot Jewish Energy, um, and the man behind the account, Michael Valdez, is here to talk today about Jewish culture, life, and being a slaying king. What's up? Uh, <laughs> that's a that, <laughs> that is a very very broad question what is up uh honestly life is life is great i'm healthy i'm happy and that's all we can ask for at the end of the day and yeah i'm really really excited to be here talking to you and this is my first ever interview so definitely a little nervous but i'm very excited to be here Oh my god, but you are so talented. Like your Instagram is everything. It's giving like it's giving a hot king Jewish slaying vibe. I'm here for it. Happy live our best life. You're really generous to share your time with me. I know you spent all of your time making these Jewish memes and we're gonna get into that. But that is just so iconic of you. And like, I know that's only one thing that you do. I know you're like an actor and a performer and you do all this stuff. So I would love to jump right into it. Like, how did you become Hot Jewish Energy? How did you get so banned on TikTok and Instagram? And like, what is like the sauce of your content? Like, we are here for it. So I, I mean, my Ju- my journey with Judaism has been, really been throughout my whole life i'm jewish i'm a practicing jew i'm conservative i'm a conservative jew so i am like i said i am practicing but i my journey with activism online jewish activism and advocacy started in may of last year when tension was rising with what's going on across the world in israel and palestine and american jews and jews all around the world were being negatively affected by something that they weren't directly involved with so i i got very upset i posted a very very raw like the name of your podcast (laughs) i posted a very raw and very vulnerable vulnerable uh video on my tiktok explaining how i was just very very upset with what was happening and i had done an Instagram poll that night on my personal Instagram and somewhat one of the answers that people wrote to me just really got me. And that's where that video came from. And every, just everything just kind of, that's the video that blew up. Yeah. I unfortunately got a lot of hate, a lot of very, very insincere and very mean people came on and were really just trying to invalidate Jewish oppression and the struggles of being Jewish and I took that and ran with it I I think the hate kind of fuels me in a way because it just means I I remember somebody told me yeah and I remember someone told me that if there are this amount of people that do not like you and hate you it means that you're doing something right Ah, that's so hilarious to say that because that's what like Mm -hmm. my message has been my whole life like I was always so bullied for being a rapper um, a Jew rapper and having tattoos and like being very out there you know I model 
um, online. I just got asked to be on Playboy's centerfold website. So like a lot of people had a really bad reaction to that just because I'm Jew, you know, they're really mad about it. And like, I always say to myself and all of my family and friends always say like, if you're not getting some sort of reaction, like you're not doing it right. Cause like clearly people like Oprah and like, you know, I know Michael Jackson's like not the best person, but like in terms of his music, like, you know, like Michael Jackson or like um, just any of these people, Elon Musk, like everyone's going to hate you and they're going to be really, really, really mad that you just exist because you're so talented and successful. And like, if you were getting no reaction, that means like you're boring and like, you know, I mean, yeah. no one cares. All, all press is good press. That's what they, that's what they say in the entertainment industry, which is my primary focus, but they always, that's what me and you have in common. We're both in trying, I mean, you're more so immersed in that industry, <laughs> but I'm trying to set my foot in it, but that's something that kind of melds within my advocacy and the, um, and the industry that I'm primarily in. You have to do something you're you may get a very bad reaction or a very good reaction or you may get both and i'm gonna take this attention away from the hate there have been just so many incredible people who have reached out to me that i mean all the support from the jewish community and especially from the from non-jewish people that's when i remember uh two nights ago i was doing a show in the city i was doing a cabaret and someone that I didn't know that was performing with me, they, they follow me on Instagram and they told me flat out, they were like, Michael, I did not know a lot about anti-Semitism until I started viewing your stories and looking at your posts right. and what you have to say. And that just, that makes such an impact because I'm getting to an audience that I really want to get to, which is non-Jewish people who aren't as involved or even like Jewish informed community. like they just don't know anything and they're just like why did jews get hate like i thought jews are white but it's like they don't understand like the duality mm -hmm. and like why the holocaust happened like what yeah. the holocaust was about like it's about how we're not white and then the whole thing with whoopi goldberg oh well whoopi goldberg's black so now you're racist for going against her it's like no you need to like understand the whole situation of like what's going on in the world right mm -hmm. now and no matter who hates on you and no matter who says that you're trash or they say like fuck you stop working in this industry like i don't like this da, da, da. usually it's because you're jewish and it's like if you don't have any excuse of like why i'm not good besides saying oh you know i don't like your music da, 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 i don't care like i'm gonna keep going either way i don't give a fuck with someone with two followers and no prof profile pic has to say you know mm -hmm. <laughs> no no for real, for real something that we can relate on there are just so many of these accounts that are saying really nasty things and i'm just like thinking dude, you, you don't even put your real name there. You don't like even you have no life. Like at least put your name, like at least tell me your name. At least like if you're going to make such strong and incorrect statements, at least stand by it because no, literally. You're, you're a coward if you don't do that. No, literally like right now, even in the TikTok, people are saying, oh, Playboy Centerfold wants to work with you, their website. Playboy been lowering their standards. You're fucking trash, ugly ass kike. Okay, you can say that, but that's not going to affect me. Like, the fact that you're using the Jewish N-word on me doesn't affect me. Like, I've had a million people call me that in my life, so good luck continuing to try. And you know what you gotta do? You gotta balk those people. You gotta not give them the energy of uh, and the time of day because they're just salty that you exist. And, like, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, like, like you're saying, it's so incredible to have posts where we can bring light to certain topics and explain things. And then, you know, there's gonna be people who appreciate... Obviously, there's gonna be haters, right? But there's gonna be people who appreciate it. And that's why we're doing it, the people who don't understand and trying to educate them. Yeah, 
and it truly it means the world it really does that i i mean it's one thing for people that i don't know to support me in it means like even more people in my life that support me i've had family that have come over to me and they say we're really proud of what you're doing and i have friends who i have really close friends in my life who say Michael, not a lot of people would have the courage to do what you're doing. And that yeah, just but that's makes... true, Michael. No one would have the courage to do what you're doing. That's something that I tell, try to tell myself every day, even though sometimes I, I'm an, I'm going to go into kind of like a very unserious topic. I'm an Aries and I, I definitely feel like sometimes I, I could be doing more than what I'm doing. And that's just a complex that I've been dealing with, even in my personal life and in my main focus, which is my, um, which is my performance career. And I feel that a lot of the time with my, my activism and my advocacy, I, I just feel like I could be doing so much more. But then I tell myself, Michael, you're, you're doing it. You got to give yourself credit where it's due. And it's, I think. I'm sure you feel that way too. Sometimes you feel like you're not doing enough. Yeah, I mean, I do so much every day that it literally does always feel like I'm not doing enough. Like I have a Twitch, I have a Patreon. I am now on Playboy Centerfold website. I have all these auditions. I have um, two other jobs that I work basically full time. My music <laughs> career and um, my commercial career. So it's very, as well as uh, natural slash curve modeling. So it's very, very, very stressful because I have so many things going on um, in addition to like, you know, obviously Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. So I have all of this going on. And most people like don't even know that because they only follow me on one or two platforms. And like, it's crazy because, you know, if you didn't know me before, you would be like, oh, like this girl, rapper, whatever. Like you, you wouldn't even see like the surface of what I do unless you go to AmandaRomeWest.com. Everyone check it out. You can see all the stuff I do. But yeah, like it always feels like you're not doing enough because it's like you have so many things going on and like you always have more to say. And like, I also sympathize with you with the fact like our accounts get banned a lot. Like I do not want my account to be banned again. Like I really am so careful, yeah. which is why I use Patreon to express my views. Like I'll post basic stuff, right? You see me on Instagram, like I'll post basic stuff. Like it'll still be cute, right? But it's not gonna be like my craziest best shit because there's literal haters who watch my account like a hawk every day you know lurking it mm -hmm. and trying to report me down and my old account got banned at 250k i don't know if you knew that but that happened in 2018 just because i'm a jew so you know it's like we got to be really careful with what we say we got to be really careful with how we say it because like even if you're saying something that's true there are so many anti-jewish people in the world that they mm -hmm. literally do not care like anything about you know if you're a great rapper if you're a great singer if you're talented they don't care they just want to hate on you because you're a jew yeah and um... I just want to say that I'm proud of you because you're, you. going, you're, you're going into an industry that hasn't seen a lot of Jewish people in it. I mean, the only maybe other... I've been in the industry since I was 18, 2016, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like that's how you do it. Yeah. You're in an, you're in an industry that doesn't have a lot of Jewish people in it. And I mean, the only other Jewish rapper that I could think of is Sky Katz. And that's one person out of how many people in the rap and hip hop industry. Right, like and then also we, also we had like Mac Miller, R.I.P. But like, there's no other Jews doing doing it like this. You know what I mean? No, not at all. And you really, you got to take your individuality and run with it. That's what, 
this industry is all about. You got to take what's what you know is special about you and really just amplify it and hope that people can relate to it. Exactly. And, and a lot of people are afraid uh, of that. Like, I don't know if you've heard my music. Have you gotten a chance to listen? Yes, I have. Yay! Oh my God, yeah. What's your favorite song? I... I really like the opening of, I think it was your first album. It was like the, the verses were so smooth. And when you put the one thing that stuck out in that song, you, you put the word Jewish in it. And it just like, it made me feel like, wow, she's really just. I have a lot of songs where I say Jewish. So thank you so much. I know, but like in (laughs) in the opening of your album, like that really. Which that, album? Which album? I'm trying to understand which song. Is this Get Back to Twerk? I, I can't remember which album. Is it album. the one where I'm talking about Jewish Holiday? Or is it the one where I'm like, I'm a thug Jew, bitch? I think it was at the, I think it was one of your first albums where you said that. And I remember I had a, like, I had a visceral reaction to it. Because when I heard it, I was like, wow, she's really, she really knows what she's doing. That's so much, Michael, seriously. And it was one of your first songs. It was one of the first things that you put out. And I was like, wow, this, and she's an independent artist. Like this is, I was just, I was very impressed. Thank you. That means a lot to me, seriously. Like, especially coming from a fellow Jew, like it just means a lot. Like I'm trying to represent our people, you know, but I'm also trying Mm -hmm. to like appeal to all people, you know, because all my songs are about turning up. Like I do mention being Jewish a lot, but I only mention it so that people can understand, okay, this is my viewpoint. And so that other Jewish people can feel included. And so, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, those white rappers who pretend to be black, like bad baby. I'm not going to pretend to be like that because that's not me. And for a long time, my manager, like before I was independent, my manager was trying to get me signed to all these labels and do all this crazy shit. And it was like, he tried to get me to pretend to be black. It's like, I'm not going to pretend to be something I'm not. Like, I'm not going to lie to people. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be me and I'm going to be original about it. And I'm not going to let people stop me. And, like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, literally, anyone could say literally anything, and it could not stop me. And, like, that is what scares people about me. And I'm going to keep going like that till I'm fucking dead when I'm 100, however long I live. I'm going to keep going. Absolutely. And Period. <laughs> oh, period. I mean, that's just the, mentali- the mentality that I, th- that I wish a lot of people had. And I'm kind of sidetracking, but... I- wanted to make sure I told you this congrats on Playboy that's a really big deal oh thank you that means so much to me and like so many people are gonna have such a bad reaction because I'm Jewish and it's like why are you so mad that I'm Jewish is it it because you're anti-semitic like what is you know what I mean like when people insult me right you could call me anything stupid fat ugly like I don't care like I literally don't care what you think because I know I'm beautiful but like Uh if you start going on the Jew thing it's like you're literally gonna hate on me because of my race because of my ethnicity and my culture like that's just sad yeah and anytime that something like that happens where someone has a really good thing going on and a lot of people have a lot of crap to say about it, I always say, you know what? Who cares? They're making a career. They're being successful. They're exactly. being the best version of themselves. And I applaud you for that. I'm a, I applaud you a lot today. Seriously. Michael, that means so much to me. And honestly, we're already besties. Like, I know you live in New York and stuff, but we go on, like, link when you come to LA. Like, you gotta come through. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'll be there soon, later this year. So we'll definitely meet up and, like, exchange hot Jewish energy because, obviously, you are a hot Jew, like, to the max. You are a hot Jew, too, to the max. I love your energy. You are so talented and, like, 
it's crazy. Like, even just on this podcast, just live streaming, looking at this TikTok, there are so many people in here who have, like, so much shit to say about Jews. And it's like, it's like, what about Jews makes you so mad? Like, is it because we're hot and because we're rich and successful? Like, is that what makes you so salty? I know. I, I, you saw it. I, I, some people had a little bit of a bad, of a, you know what, understandable reaction to it because the statement came from a person that got a lot of criticism for that statement I posted because people always say like, oh, Jews are, they rule the economy, they rule the world, they rule the media. And I took the snippet of Kim from her controversial thing that, that she said, like, get your fucking ass up and work. And a few people reached out to me and I understand where their concern was from because it was coming from two different places someone who wasn't Jewish with minority and someone who was Jewish that wasn't in like that wasn't as successful monetarily money wise and right and how I went about that was that you know money isn't success doesn't mean money success period yeah success comes in the forms of happiness and having a strong family, strong spiritual values. And I made sure to tell them both that I said, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to make light of a really serious topic. And you're trying to spread your message. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so crazy because my whole family went through the Holocaust. Like, only some of them survived, you know? So, like, I'm here, like, literally repping my people, like, carrying this fucking ethnicity on my fucking back like i am one of the only well-known jewish rappers and that is really sad to say because i literally only have twenty-five thousand followers i mean i know i can have millions i'm gonna keep going and keep getting it mm-hmm. and yeah model in the music industry mm-hmm. it's depressing yeah, it's are- like the fact that i'm the biggest like what the hell like i'm not even that big like yet you know you still have a long ways to go though you're young we're both young we have like i i'm sure you forget it too like i'm to you're only 24 right yeah yeah we have our whole lives ahead of us and the fact that you've done this much and you're only 24 like give yourself some credit don't feel bad like you you're you're giving a voice to people that don't have it exactly and like i never feel bad because michael to be honest with you when I was a sophomore in college is when I first blew up like hard, my first million views. And I was like, oh, I could drop out right now and become really famous, become like this huge rapper, have all this attention on me. But my parents were like, no, you need to finish school, you need to finish school. And it was like so hard to understand at the time because I was like, but I have all this like people riding on me, you know, I have all this attention that I'm riding on. And it's like, you know what? If you take the time to finish school, that's more important than like just blowing up. Like look at people like Kylie Jenner. Do you think fame and money makes you happy? No. It's like you said, strong family, strong relationships, strong sense of self, like take care of yourself, all this, you know, you can't listen to what people tell you to look like, to do, to wear anything. Cause like, it's your life and it doesn't matter what other people literally think. Like, I know I keep saying this in this podcast, but like, it's so true. Like being a Jew, like I literally can't say anything, barely anything about being Jewish on social media because the word Jew just triggers the, the, the algorithm to block you. Cause they think you're talking about Jewish hate. It's like the fact that we can't even talk about being Jewish and it fucking flags it. By saying, oh, you know, you're talking about Jews, that's hate, that's hate crime. But then other times when people are actually doing hate crimes, they're like, oh, like Jew, that's not a bad word. It's like, the fuck? Yeah, I've... Like, I had... thought your TikTok was down for like two weeks. I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I, I've blocked my fair share of people. And most of the time, those reports don't go through. And it's a really big problem. And I 
I hope that they can, I hope that it doesn't get amplified with Elon Musk buying Twitter because I was reading about that and how a lot of Jews are really afraid of what's going to happen because he wants it to be a free speech platform. But people don't understand that free speech to an extent. That's the way that things need to go. Like you can say what you want to say, but if it's harming other people physically or emotionally or mentally, that's not okay. And that's not acceptable on any mm-hmm. on any um on any platform on any level even like mm-hmm. even just like yeah. they need to have actual people reading the reports because if it says oh like something something proud of my Jewish friend they'll tag oh Jew you know terrorist bomb whatever mm-hmm. the fuck uh, they don't see that you're talking about like good Jewish things they just see the word Jewish then they take it down because they think you're automatically anti-Semitic by saying Jew Jewish any of that yeah and it's it's really become a big problem and I'm really only seeing it with posts about Judaism. Um, I, anything involving any other form of hate, I really see it being as flagged as much. And no, literally though. Yeah. And I want, I want some equity for Jewish hate speech on social media. I want uh, the accountability to be the same because I feel like, I mean, look at what happened with Whoopi Goldberg. She made some very, very triggering and dangerous statements on live te- on live television. And what, she got two weeks off? Not even just live television, a daytime talk show. Yeah. And that like I, everyone watches. Uh, yeah, The View. I've I've actually sat in on The View. I actually sat in about a few years ago. I got tickets for it. And that show is just I I have very serious issues with that show because they not only with speaking of incorrectly about judaism and jewish culture with any other group they are just not it's a very dangerous platform they like think they're woke but they're not like they and that's what that's what the issue is because my best friend like i love him so much my best friend patrick his he's gay and he's very like out there you know and like his whole thing is like he loves the view and it's like you know like he was mad that that um whoopi went off on jews and stuff but like he he loved that show and it's like some people just don't see the problematicness of it like some people just want to watch entertainment and they don't really care what what the hosts are saying and that's that's part of our issue in entertainment and as a jew working in entertainment you know i really want to change that perspective and i want to change it like we're not jews like we're americans like we're people you know what i mean it's not like oh i'm just a jew it's like I'm an American. I'm a Californian. Like I'm an entertainer. I'm a singer. I'm a rapper. I'm a dancer. I'm an actor. I'm a producer. I'm a podcaster. Like stop labeling me as just Jew and like stop flagging the word Jew. Like the word Jew isn't a bad word. Like you need to see the context, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's why my Patreon people are like, oh, are you like a sex worker? It's like, no, I literally just have a Patreon so that my things don't get fucking taken down. Yeah, it's it's become very dangerous i can't say dangerous it's become very controversial to talk about being jewish and Judaism. and now supporting israel that's become a very very controversial thing unfortunately and yeah i've learned even more so how controversial that was through an organization with i work with jewish on campus which is a nonprofit organization with which works directly with colleges. Yeah, I've worked with them before. They're really cool. And like, they really support my music. Like 
I have so uh, many incredible Jewish organizations that support my music. I'm really lucky for that. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of the best ones. I've worked with Jewish on campus. I've also worked with, like, Chabad International, like, Hillel yeah. International. I've worked with a lot of organizations. And, you know, just making it so that Jews aren't controversial just for being Jewish. And, like, the fact that, my, that, that you know, labeling ourselves with our culture is so problematic for people. It's like, why is that problematic? If someone said they're Black or Chinese, you wouldn't say that's problematic. Like, I was born Jew. I wasn't born something else than said, oh, I'm Jewish. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people really... And there are people who innocently don't understand it, that Judaism is very rooted in ethnicity, that we are... There is indigeneity. They just don't understand that's an ethno-religion. People are like, oh, Jews are white. It's like, then what the fuck was the Holocaust about? Yeah. Tell me! Tell me! And then they can't tell you! It doesn't make... I, I always say that dumb bitch energy, that's just that's just the energy that I get from that of people who make these very, very incorrect statements and don't have anything to back yes. it up. And that's the opposite of hot, hot bitch energy, hot Jewish energy. It's like dumb bitch yeah. energy. It's like, uh, it's like, girl, what is going on? Like, how could you be so miseducated? Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what? I'm always on the side of, I, because I've gone through enough things in my life where I always give people benefit of the doubt. If people are genuinely misinformed and they're not as educated in something as they should be, I take it upon myself that I I need to educate that person because that's my job. We're in a religious group, which is one of the most hate-crimed religious groups in the country. And I think it's our duty to educate people who need to be educated, that are willing to be educated. Like, it's a privilege to educate someone on how beautiful our culture is and all the misinformation that's spread about our culture. And I wish that a lot more people felt that way because there are unfortunately some people who just don't feel that they need to educate people. And they're like, oh, why don't you go look it up on Wikipedia? Why don't you go read a book? You're not going to get the full scope of something from a book. I mean, you're going to get just a piece of paper with writing on it. When you actually talk with someone who is immersed in the community and grew up and is practicing in that community, that's going to give you a more heartfelt and true insight on what it's about. That's so true. And honestly, I really like how you put that. Like, it's kind of on us to educate people and like, I know a lot of my black friends, like during BLM, they were always like, oh, just because I'm black, it's not on me to educate you about black culture. But it's like, but it kind of is, though. Like, who else is going to do it? You know what I mean? For people who are just, they just don't understand what the culture is about. It's like, if you want them to keep, keep mislabeling us and keep talking shit on our culture's name, then you should educate people. And it's like, yeah, it's not like, literally, like, legally your responsibility to take care of that. But it's like, if you really care about the culture and about about us as Jews, you will do it. Mm-hmm. And I personally can't speak on other groups of people who don't want to educate about their community. That's their decision. And I have to respect that decision because it's not my community. To totally. Make I respect that. And I think like, uh, you know, other cultures get a lot more questions because like physically, you know, on their skin color or their features, you can see they're Jewish. And like, I yeah. got a rhinoplasty so people can't tell I'm Jewish. And I was actually bullied into that. And like, there's a lot of people who are just so anti-Jewish that they just don't even want to be open to learning. And like, I totally feel what you're saying, like to backtrack, like I do understand people don't want to educate people on their culture, right? But it's like, then you can't be mad if it keeps com- if it keeps going on. Yeah, 
that's you know i i respect their decision but i just wish that more people would have the mindset that we both have that it's really you should feel honored to educate people who mean well yeah and there's people who mean well and there's people who just like like who people who don't understand but then there's people who are like actually trying to cause oh harm. yeah those people, and that's the difference yeah then i'm just like you're there are just some people that you can't change and that's okay just i'm all about kindness i've really honed into that more recently with a lot of the negativity that's been happening in my life and, and yeah. through my advocacy and I always just tell people, you know, spread kindness, kill them with kindness. That's just the best way to annoy people and to infuriate them. The people who just are full of hate, like just kill them with kindness and then report them. Like, I mean, that's all you can do. Report and block are your best friends, you know, as a Jew. But it's like, it's really sad we have to say that, you know, and it's like, I always have been killed them with kindness. Like, like literally, I was as I said, I was very bullied when I was younger. I went to all girls school on this school called Holton Arms in Bethesda, Maryland. I tell everyone I know, avoid that shit like the fucking plague, and report the school for like harassment of children because they mm. literally harassed me and told me like it was inappropriate that I was an artist. It was inappropriate that I made art. They thought I was on drugs because I made art. They thought I was like, you know, crazy or something. And it's like, dude, like literally, all I did was kill them with kindness, and now there's people like begging for my autograph from that fucking school, dude. Like the teachers and the students, and it's like I don't give a fuck. Like they asked me to come back and speak at the graduation. I was like, no, you should have fucking thought on that shit before you t- before you like shout on my name before I was famous. Like, don't play mm. with me, babes. Yeah, and the when you're like when you're at like Amanda, when you're at the stage that you're at, where you're being recognized and you're like your career barking and it's sparked that's really the truest time where you see who are your real friends or your real family who really cares about exactly. you exactly uh-huh. like, i'm so grateful to have my boyfriend because we've been dating for the last four years and um and it's people are getting accepted. People, you know, everyone's thing. And like, I'm, I'm just so lucky that my parents and my grandmother and like everyone in my life is so supportive of me because like I couldn't give a shit what like the idiots online think or what people, you know, who don't have any weight have to say because people from my hometown say I fucking made it. They're like, you made it. Like, you're up there. And like, not that I need that approval, but like, that's how I know I fucking made it, you know, like. Mm-hmm career sometimes look you know you can't you can't keep going without resting like i'm so about like self-care but like also putting out content for your fans you know it's like you can't leave people hanging but like also take care of yourself no that's interesting you say that i I've kind of it's kind of become a running joke on my page on TikTok. Not not really on Instagram as much because I've been more active there, but on my TikTok, sometimes I'm gone for like three months and I come back on and I'm like, hey everybody, I'm not dead. Like, don't worry, I'm fine. I've just things have been going on and that happened recently. It's happening now more recently because I have a lot going on in my personal life I just lost my grandmother at the end of March and oh my god I'm so sorry to hear that 
it it was it was a very tough thing because i i was really really close with her and she she had been battling ovarian cancer for the last few years and i i was i was very upset but i felt more of a more of like relief in a way because she really took care of everyone and i know i'm sidetracking but she really took care of everyone and i just wanted her to be at peace and that's something that i've been really trying to process this last month and probably going to continue to process for the next for however long and at those points in your life where things are going on i think that it's okay to be a little selfish and to step away from things that kind of have taken up a lot of your time like my advocacy really has taken up a good chunk of my time and i of course really yeah and I, i'm sure you get it sometimes you you need to be selfish and you need to take time for yourself and it's okay and you can let everyone know and say hey I'm need a minute to breathe and a lot's going on totally and that's and that's what one of my biggest icons lady gaga is all about like she's one of my biggest um me too me too celebrity inspirations yeah she's really incredible and my boyfriend was in her movie um why why am i forgetting what this one is called um the, her first big movie star is born star is born mm-hmm. and he was in her movie and he was just like part of the crowd but he was like her personality was just so infectious that it was like an honor to be on set with her. And I'm like, that's the energy I want to have as an actress, you know, celebrity, musician, all of that. And like, not care what anyone has to say, because, you know, that is her whole energy. It's like, it's like, do you like be proud of who you are, live your life. Like, like I'm all that. And like, it's all about like advocating for your people. And like, we are so busy and we are so booked that it's like we rarely get the time to like sit down and do our own thing like this podcast mm-hmm. is my own thing this podcast is my chance to have a voice on the internet like without getting fucking flagged or taken down or something like this podcast is my life force you know this podcast gives me uh, an opportunity to connect with my fans and be transparent with them rather than just like keep talking about the same bullshit over and over again like on social media like only the stuff that's allowed to be talked about you know like on here I can be real with people and like Honestly, I just want people to know that, like, I'm so grateful for each of my fans and, like, everyone who supports me. And I just want to be more like Lady Gaga when I'm a big celebrity, you know? Like, I want to have my own makeup line. I just helped my mom launch her own makeup line. So I want to work on my own makeup line next. And I really want to, you know, have the message throughout my brand, like, inspiring others, their best self, supporters. And I'm so grateful for my Like, that's why I started on TikTok, for example, because tiktok i had like zero followers right and i was like oh i don't want to have to like do a whole other platform it's gonna be so much work but you know i hit all new people on there and i'm already at three thousand followers in like less than a year and like keep going like you know it doesn't really matter i just have to keep going moving forward yeah that's um i think a lot of people can relate on that and myself included TikTok is, I have to say, TikTok is definitely a very good platform to get started on because you can, you can really get a big following very quickly. I never thought that I would get 
type of following on there. I mean, I, I'm making it sound like I have a lot of followers. I only have 1,400 followers, which isn't a lot. But I mean, it's still a lot. Like, I have 3,000 followers, and that is not a lot to me because I have 250,000 on Snapchat. And, like, that's where I first blew up. And, like, you know, I always try to promote my Instagram and my TikTok. And it really has to have me over 25,000 followers on Instagram. But, you know, people go over there, right, to follow me on Instagram. But it's, like, on TikTok, I'm really trying to – to foster the growth of my community. And I always try to like keep only good people on there. You know, if anyone has anything bad to say, I just block them. I don't delete the comment, block them. Like don't let people have your energy, have access to that. This has become not like the biggest part of my life. This has become your life. It's become a part of my So I, after that video that I posted, now kind of really backtracking it to how we got this conversation started. So like how many views did that big video get? How many views did that get? like 20 or 30,000 it was something that I wasn't used to and I like everyone was reaching out they were like oh my gosh are you okay all like very very nice that everyone was seeing how I was it really meant a lot and so that video went up few few weeks later I graduated college uh I went to the American Musical and Dramatic Academy I did two years in New York City at their New York campus. And then COVID happened. I was supposed to go to their LA campus to finish up for my bachelor's in musical theater. And that never happened. I did it all online, unfortunately. I mean, you know what? It was a blessing and a curse. And I finished June of 2021. Got my bachelor's, which I'm sure you can, I know you can relate like that relieving feeling of like, that this big chapter is done but I have a degree in my hands uh I did that I um I was home for about a month and then I went to Wildwood New Jersey which was let's just say it was a very very important learning lesson for me what is is Wildwood New Jersey and what happened there so I did a contract with RWS they're a really really great company I loved working with them and I did a um, I did a contract at a theme park, something I never thought that I would get involved with, but I did. And it really taught me about the things that I love doing and the things that I don't like doing. And yeah. I also realized that I cannot leave New York. I am a very, very family oriented person. I love my family. I love my friends. They're mainly all in New York. And yeah. I, when I tell you, I was like crying, coming. I came home like the, I think it was either I think it was the day before Rosh Hashanah of last year and I saw the New York sky driving in and I it just it felt like such a visceral moment of like this I'm back and this is really the start like that was like kind of like an interlude a hiatus and now totally this is gonna be everything this is gonna be the start of everything and I'm so back proud home. of you like I just have to say that you're like killing it and that's so cool that like you got an opportunity to experience like a different life and like work uh-huh. people, you know, and like now you're back and like better than ever and you're doing your to the city. Like what was your goal? Like I know you said Rosh Hashanah, so like this September you came back, right? Yeah, I came back. I was in Wildwood, I think, for like a month and a half, give or take. And from Long Island originally, so I came back to Long Island. I'm currently in Long Island right now. And I, I actually did a show when I came back, I auditioned for a show over zoom while I was in New Jersey. And 
I got to do a really cool show. It was called uh, an, an Oristeyer or What We Have Seen. It was a new work that I did with Eastline Theater, which is a great nonprofit theater company on Long Island that everyone should go support. They We did a show and I got to play a really, really cool role. I played Aegisthus. We did a cool little LGBTQ plus twist on it, which was really, really cool. And I also got to incorporate some of my Jewish identity into the other character that I played in that show. I got to play about, I think, four or five characters and wow yeah it was it was a lot of fun and really great show really great cast really great creative team and really thankful to that to them and then after that I took like about a month or two break from doing shows because I uh there wasn't really anything going on but that's really what happened I didn't really audition for anything and I was just taking that break and I um I auditioned for another show with them and I got into that. We did a new take on the classic story Cyrano, which was really, really nice and incredible. Yeah, it was so fun. I now did you see the new Cyrano movie? I did not. I really want to though. My mom had my mom and me, we love watching musicals together. She's been like telling me you liked it. I know. I like that movie. Um, first of all, second of all, um, I that's really cute that you and your mom are so close, like especially since you're LGBTQ, like it's so hard in this community of Jews to like for us to accept LGBTQ, like certain people. Like I'm very deep in the LGBTQ community, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I'm very, very lucky and I'm very fortunate that my family does support me. I I everyone says, Oh, when did you come out? I I, I remember I was talking with my friend and she said that it's not really coming out. It's people in. And so true. I think that's just such a, it's a better mentality to have. It's like, I don't need to announce to the world who I am. I and you don't need validation. Talk- like we don't come out as straight. You know what I mean? No, absolutely not. And you can invite people into your life and whoever doesn't want to be a part of it, that's fine. They don't need to be a part of it. You don't need them. And that's what I, that I started on that journey when I was 18. I, I was, um, I was in yeshiva for about eight years up until high school. And that's actually where I started realizing about my identity and what, who I really was. And, I high school was a very it was a very confusing place it was very foggy and right yeah I didn't really truly truly understand who I was I mean I I don't even know who I am now I don't think anybody really knows who they truly fully are like the final result ever because we're just evolving and I'm realizing new things about myself every day but when I was 18 I got into my first and only relationship I and it was with a guy and he was really and that just taught me a lot about what I want and and that's what you need like learning experiences like especially in the LGBTQ community or even as a Jew like there are so many people who are already stacked against you so it's like you need to like be with someone who like treats you yeah like what you don't want you know yeah and great guy and I had more experiences after that i haven't really been in anything serious since and 
seriously i i applaud you again you're in a relationship for four years that's that's like that's like i need to clap for that that you don't see that a lot you do not see that a lot you really don't these days because everyone thinks that there's like something better or there's someone better and like there's really not like my boyfriend's the most supportive person me like i've been with so many guys but like my, who mm-hmm. still stalk me to this day by the way i have to block like them on instagram like every day i'm not joking um <laughs> and you know there's a lot of people who wanted to be with me because of my my position in life as like an entertainer and it's like my actor as well as he's also a rapper so he understands my point of view and he understands like what i want to do with my life he's not trying to hold me back like i had so many exes who tried to hold me back because they were so jealous that I got these auditions or like they were so mad that they were so mad I was in the studio but my boyfriend like understands it and like we live together and we want to be married and have kids and stuff and like we pay our rent together off of our fucking music and our art and like how many people could say that like that you can mm-hmm. be in a relationship where like you're living off your art like that is so insane to me and like I'm just so grateful to have someone in my life who's like really there for me and really um wants the best for me because i've just again i've been with so many people who pretend they want the best for me but just because like i'm well known and they want to be like part of that you know what i mean yeah and everyone's like oh this hot guy this hot guy yada 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 i'm like but are they a good person do they are you gonna want to be with them when you're old and stuff and like they don't look good anymore yeah like someone can be the most gorgeous person on earth but are they are they going to ride with you till the end? Are they going to be that a good person to you and to your family? That's what, that's another realization that has been really coming into my mind. I mean, it's all, it's kind of been, like my mom has been saying that on me that Michael looks are not number one thing. And it's, it's all about who the person is. I mean, looks are, I mean, you, you, you need to be attracted to the person, but totally if anything someone who's a person they're gonna look uglier the more you get to know them and i've seen that so many times where there's like this drop dead conventional like textbook gorgeous person which by the way bunch of bullshit beauty is in the eye of the beholder and everyone has beauty in their own way and you could see like this this really gorgeous person but they could be the worst person on earth that they're just like you're just like wow they're ugly like it just (sighs) i i totally hear what you're saying michael like i'm on the same page as you because it's like you could be the prettiest person on the outside but be ugly on the inside like it's really messed up like my ex he really supported my eating disorder and he increasingly and increasingly disordered because it allowed i look Mm -hmm is not true you know be a better figure girl and it's like if you are 60 pounds really fit really and that's my look if you're not with you because that's where i feel comfortable and that's how i feel comfortable looking and like if you're not gonna accept me then I'm then I don't want to be with you like I don't care if you look like fucking Zac Efron mm-hmm. I really honestly don't care it's like at this point in my life I need someone who's there for me and like not even at this point like the rest of my life like when we're younger you know we're more shallow we're more about like looks and like who who's more popular and whatever but like 
these days I'm not about that. And like Jordan's so supportive of like me and like how I have so many fans, how I have so many like men who want to be with me because of how I look, you know, and he's here for it. He's not like trying to change me or like make me be someone else or like make me not be out. Mm-hmm. No, and that's that's a beautiful thing. And I really hope that you guys hold on to that because you guys you guys are you I mean from what I'm looking at I mean we've only known each other for for a little bit but I can see that you're both beautiful people on the outside and on the inside and that's what on the inside is what matters that's what's like the gem seriously and the inside is the key dating and a lot of people don't understand that because they just want to like they just want to like be selfish they don't want to like experience an actual relationship they don't want to experience like actual love they just want someone to be obsessed with them and that's kind of sad mm-hmm. that's our society these days yeah and i guess we're two very very unique people in a very unique world and it's it's difficult sometimes dating has become really really difficult and i'm just I re- I mean, the dating apps are the dating apps, but I really, I just hope I can meet someone, like, in real life. I think that's what everyone kind of thrives for. I mean, there are so many people that I see that meet their soulmates on dating apps, and I'm like, good for you. You, you found someone on a dating app, like, that's just, and they are the most amazing person, and I just I wish I was having that same experience and now I'm just resorting to like I really just want to meet somebody like at work or like out doing stuff like I want that like kind of New York fantasy if that makes sense like that sex in the city kind yes! of yeah we, we stand that we stand that okay okay are you Carrie or are you uh or are you Kim Cattrall <laughs> uh I should say Samantha <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm a mix of I'm a mix of like a Charlotte and a Miranda. I think I have that kind of I definitely I have innocence which is a which is a pro and a con sometimes, but then I have that very I feel very grounded like Miranda. I I love that show. Like one of my friends her name is Max. She's a doll and I think you'd really like her. I'm going to send her your info. I'm going to send her, um, I'm going to send you her info after we um, finish up. But yeah, uh, we bond on that show. That's like her guilt. I love Sex in the City. And like, mm-hmm. I was so mad they made the reboot because like, they did not need a reboot. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, 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 I agree with you on that. I think that that's happening with a lot of stuff now that it's, everyone feels like they need to right all the wrongs but we ought to remember that it was at a different time different things were acceptable which are not now thankfully and totally you can't, you can't change the future you can learn from you, not the future you can't change the past to, <laughs> we can change the future but we can't change the past exactly yeah exactly yeah you can but it's important to learn and to grow that's the key like learning and growing and just like every day trying to get better like you know you can be one of those people who lets the comments get you down or let like what the haters say get you down Mm -hmm. like who you are and like the people on your team like there's always gonna be someone telling you that they don't like you or that they don't like your taste in music they don't like your taste in tv shows for example oh i hate sex in the city you're a bad person but 
that's on them. And, like, we have to remember that, like, you have one life. And, like, just because something's a little problematic doesn't mean you're not allowed to like it or be a part of it. Like, we don't control everything in life, you know? And we just have to go with the flow. And, like, that's how I am about everything, you know? I have a huge audition after this. That's why this was a makeup and podcast with me. Um, because... I you did, know, I, I it's could like, you only even, got so many hours in the day, baby, so we gotta get uh-huh. it, we gotta take it. I <laughs> could not even tell that you were doing your makeup, like, sometimes you can tell if someone's doing oh something. Oh my god, what, really? I have, like, a full face on I could not tell at all. Yeah. I yeah. could not tell. And I hope that your make. you gotta send me a picture of the makeup, because I need to see how it looks. Of because course I will, at- of course I will, of course, like, you know I will. And yeah, send me your friend's Instagram, or, like, connect us, like, I would love to follow your friend, I would love to, like, get to know your friends you seem like you have so many cool friends like I'm always looking to have new friends like I have friends who are younger than me older than me like I ain't about age like I think it's so lame when there's people who are like oh well, like you're not in my grade so we can't be friends it's like we're not in fucking like high school anymore like it's uh-huh. okay no some of my friends are like 28 and I get along with them more than I do with people my own age and my friend she's she's around she's turning the same age as me this year and I think you'd really relate with her because she is she's doing um, styling and how to tips for people who are mid to plus size. And she's just rocking it. She's in Paris right now living her best life. But uh, yeah, that's awesome. Like as a midsize woman, I like stand midsize plus size, like petite, any size woman, you should embrace yourself because like, don't worry about what other people tell you to do. Like as long as you're fit and healthy and you're living your best life, like it doesn't matter what other people have to say. And like, and that's so cool that she's just going for it and like going for that whole, um, you know, side of things. Like before I was in entertainment, like you probably don't know all this about me, but I used to be a photographer in the fashion industry and I used to work for Off-White um, for Virgil Abloh uh, directly, RIP. Um, but he was one of the coolest people I worked with because he's like, fashion doesn't have a size. Like fashion doesn't have a height. Fashion doesn't have like, a freaking label like you got to be yourself and you got to mm-hmm. rock it and like I couldn't tell you how many people a day tell me they don't like how I look they don't think I'm beautiful whatever like for that many people there are like a hundred more people who tell me like I'm drop dead gorgeous I'm flawless all this stuff and like we really and as a society can't listen to what people have to say like negatively about us because we're living our best lives and we're doing us and like so many people grapple with that and they're so bothered by it but it's like i'm gonna do me either way like i don't give a shit that you're bothered by it then don't watch because i already have twenty five thousand and some people on instagram and 250k plus on snapchat and and i'm trying to other platforms so it's like i don't really give a shit whether or not you fuck with me or you rock with me like if you do you do and i got you and i'm gonna promote you but like if you don't like i'm not gonna give you the time of day like you're blocked you're i don't need this energy and like i'm all about just like embracing positivity and embracing yourself and especially like you know coming from a family where my mother is a dermatologist who does like a lot of procedures like I have got a lot of procedures and surgeries done but like as long as that makes me comfortable and I feel beautiful is all that matters it's not about like doing that for other people and like mm-hmm. it's taken me so many years to feel that way just because I was so bullied into like by how I looked and like the fact that I just love myself bothers people so much and it's like I just love it like just keep going keep doing you like don't care what people think yeah and that's what I mean to kind of because I know we have to wrap it up soon yeah <laughs> that, that kind of just encompasses hot Jewish energy Period. like be feeling beautiful in your imperfections and honoring your love for your community and that's why I started the page and in, in, now I'm kind of backtracking it initially started as a Facebook group that I started with a few people and then I didn't really see the impact that I wanted to see with that so I started the Instagram account it was initially called Jews Against Anti-Semitism and then 
I started getting traction for the memes. That's what really kind of took the page to the level where it is now. And I I think it was after Passover very recently that I changed the name of the page. And I thought, you know what? I'm feeling hot. I want other people to feel hot. I want to honor that beautiful term that I started using more recently, hot Jewish energy. And that's how the page kind of morphed into what it is now. And people have just been loving it and resonating with it. And and even you, you reached out to me when I changed the page and I was like, wow, I must be doing something right because this very accomplished, very cool person reached out to me and they're like, I want to hear what you have to say, which is something that I'm not used to. And I'm just, I'm blessed that I got to be here and talk with you and get to absorb all your beautiful energy, all your hot Jewish energy and yes! and get to, and get to promote myself and talk about me. I mean, I feel like I never really get to talk about the things that I'm up to and what I'm passionate about. And that just means a lot that you gave me this platform today to talk about me and hot Jewish energy and just my life and everything that's going on. So thank you. Of course. And I thank you for coming on the show. You know, I think you should care more about your brand about doing yourself, like doing yourself right in the media. Like, don't worry about what other people have to say. Like, don't worry about, you know, like focusing too much on like protecting the Jews because like we have a lot of us you know like if we all band together and we all protect the Jews but at the same time focus on our careers that's really what's important like showing people look this is what Jewish people can do stop labeling us as like these like greedy like whatever certain stereotyped people who look like witches or whatever the fuck it's like you need to like actually live in 2022 and give Jewish people a chance because you know we're people too and people don't want to acknowledge that they want to blame all their misfortune on the jews just like in the holocaust you know everyone mm-hmm. you know everyone has the same energy these days it's like blame it on the jews and we'll be fine it's like that's not the solution and like the sooner people wake up to that the sooner people will understand like jewish people are just just people we're just people yeah. we're not punching bags we're not the scapegoats anymore baby we Period. like surprise there's this meme thinking about making it i don't know if i'm gonna do it but that emma roberts made of like surprise bitch you thought you saw the last of me that's literally the jewish community because we keep coming back and better than ever stronger than ever after so much shit has happened to us but you know what we're bad bitches no literally though and some people don't want to accept we're bad bitches and like i think if i'm gonna end this podcast on any note it's gonna be like do you like you i know i mm-hmm. say this all the time but like you literally can't care what people say because like if i listen to what people said to me every day like if i had like a dollar for every time people hated on me like i'd be a billionaire by now like for real like and you got to protect your energy and you also got to protect your social media because social media is very anti-jew so like make sure you're careful about what you say make sure you're careful about how you say it make sure you're careful about what you show and maybe you should start a patreon like me where you can have free speech and you can actually advocate for us and you know i would definitely support it i definitely support a patreon from you i think i think we need more unfiltered jewish memes i know there's a lot you have to hold back because i'm also that way because it's like oh shit is this going to be flagged as like something bad when it's not Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like that's yeah. taken me in the whole direction of focusing on my acting career, focusing on my podcast and focusing on my real fans who join me on Patreon. Um, and if you're a real fan, join me on patreon.com slash Amanda West starting at $7 a month. Like it means so much to me that you guys pledge. Um, 
pledge to my page like it's it's crazy because i can post what i actually want to post on there and then you guys can actually enjoy it instead of like me worrying all night oh my god it's gonna get taken down like i never have to worry anymore if something's taken down i post like my basic stuff and then i'm like hey you want to see the best stuff come here you know Mm -hmm. and i love that about you and you're you're just so cool girl you're so cool and we're gonna be ig besties now like for Uh real you're really cool too babe you really are and i just i hot jewish energy that's just please manifest please manifest for me that i get this audition because if i get this audition it's going to change my life yeah i'm not you you gotta go girl you gotta i know i gotta go girl i gotta go girl um but please plug yourself so everyone can follow you like first of all his instagram is hot jewish energy just spelled normally and then plug all your other socials because i want everyone to be able to follow you Okay, so as you said, Hot Jewish Energy, my personal account for me is Michael T. Valdez with an S at the end. And I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on TikTok, all the same username, Michael T. Valdez. You better add me everywhere, babe. Yeah, add me everywhere. I love talking to everyone. And bro, so many legs on that audition. You're going to get this. I hope you get it because... You no, just... I already know I'm going to get it. They told me they love my look and they said they already want me, but they're like, we need to see your acting abilities. And I'm like, I'm going to go memorize this entire freaking script because I need to get this. Like, I need this. Like, this is my career and like I'm taking charge of it. Like, for so many years, I always was like relying on other people to help me. And it's like, not because I wanted to, you know, but because I'm a woman, like, it's always like, oh, you need this like male manager. Oh, you need this. Oh, you need that. But it's like, I don't need anything besides like to slay. Yeah. And you go do that. Seriously, you keep doing that. And I'm sending you all my love and hot Jewish energy. and Yeah, hot Jewish energy. Well, it's so good to have you on the show, Michael. And yeah, everyone go follow him. And we will definitely be in touch. Like, I would definitely love to have you for like a follow-up episode. Like, I don't often offer that to people because it's like, oh, like I heard your story, da, da, da. But like, your whole story is very like captivating to me because you're someone like me who like, you don't really run out of things to talk about. Like, you have a lot of opinions and you have a lot to say. And like, you know, like- yeah, we didn't get into my heritage. That's another, that's like a whole other conversation for Wait, later. what is your heritage before you go, before you go? So on my mom's side, I'm an Irani Jew. Oh, wow. So from Iran, she left after Khomeini took over. And on my dad's side, he converted, but he's Cuban. And my stepdad's Indian. So very, very mixed household. And That's crazy blessed to have all that culture but that's for another time you got to get to your audition yeah that's for another time no and it was so good having you and like i'm someone who's 100 percent jewish so i definitely look like very stereotypical jewish and it's like um the fact the fact that i do look so jewish is what like irks people so bad that people find me hot even though i look like ethnically jew like i'm literally russian and polish so like it's so funny to people when they're just like oh my god you're gonna be on playboy's website oh my god you're gonna do this like i didn't know they allowed kikes and it's like okay you can keep insulting me like i'm just gonna make money off your insults like i'm here for it (laughs) and yeah yeah. it's time to go slay and prove everyone wrong that's what i do all day every day and i will be seeing you soon we definitely have to facetime Mm -hmm. because you are the hot jewish energy thank you so much and everybody have a great day great night wherever you are and thank you for having me thank you so much we'll talk soon bye michael bye